0: hello everyone and welcome to minute 64 of movie rob minute the daily podcast where we take a wild trip to 1987 john hughes comedy planes trains and automobiles one minute at a time i'm rob and joining me once again on this lovely thursday is heather baxendale of the MILFCast. welcome back heather Thank
1: you so much for having me back on. And on a Thursday where it's beautiful and Thursday-ish.
0: Especially while you're trying to pick up trunks off the, the, the side of the road.
1: That's what I do on most Thursdays. I know some people go to work and they do all sorts of other important things. Me, I just wander out to freeways and pick up trunks. Just in case some pedestrian has had an accident the night before and lost it. it might be Especially, cool stuff especially
0: on the way to Chicago. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Chicago's okay.
1: only four hours away from here. It's fine.
0: There you go. It, it, it'll get you'll get there quicker than, than Neil and Dell did. You know, I will walking. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. Very true. So, minute sixty-four begins with Dell continuing to complain and ends with Neil and Dell doing a quick turn in unison. Okay. So, as we we discussed yesterday's minute was had a lot of uncomfortable laughter, where Dell was trying to make light of everything that happened. And then he realized that what he needs to do is take his luggage off the highway. <laughs> but for some reason, you know, his his suitcase mirac- miraculously jumped to the side of the highway from the middle of the highway, and so did his gym bag. And well, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. So this minute begins with, with Dell continuing to walk to take the trunk that he wants to, to to get off the side of get off the middle of the road. And he was complaining yesterday about his back, which Dell likes to always complain. What can I tell you? Then we get a shot of Neil with Steve Martin. Once again, great facial expressions. He doesn't have to say anything. He just takes like a deep breath. And once again, you can see going through his mind. All right, I guess I'll help Dell again. (laughs) Why not? And then he goes and, and I never noticed this before. I always thought that he went and picked up the trunk, the steamer trunk. With with Dell. But what he does is he first picks up the, the, the trunk of the, the trunk lid of the car and moves that to the side and then goes back afterwards to help Dell with his steamer truck. So I thought that's really cool. You know, this I've said this so many times and you've even said it a number of times this week. If you don't watch a movie minute by minute, you will not notice things. And there are yeah. things that you notice when you just watch it at this pace. And this is one of the things that I saw, you know, it's great. It's
1: one of those, it's one of those cool details. Plus it is, you see how much effort is actually put into the story and thought too. like some of the things, uh, like the last, the last minute we were in where, okay. On that particular moment in the story, the, the bags miraculously travel to the side of the road, but in the script it was written that, they were actually moved
0: there. Right. So the
1: thought was put there, but it got dropped somewhere.
0: Well, it, it might have been filmed, and then they, they edited it yeah. out. They said, okay, yeah. we don't need that extra 30 seconds of him picking up the suitcase. I don't know.
1: How many skeptical people are we going to have that are going to minute by minute our movie and sit here and do a podcast about it? And That's notice?
0: right. They said, they said, come on, 35 years from now, nobody's going to be watching, you know, care about these things. <laughs> you know, no one's going to notice.
1: Silly internet.
0: Yeah, completely. <laughs> They didn't actually. That's right. In 1987, no one even knew about the internet. They, yes. did, they didn't know that there was going to be something called IMDb. I remember in the early days of, of of the internet, IMDb was my favorite site. You know, I would always go there and, and check all the goofs in movies and stuff like that. You know, and stuff like that. I still do. Yeah, I I do too. I do yeah, I do now also, cool. but I'm saying almost 30 years ago, I was doing that. Yep. You know, IMDb is one of my favorite sites for obvious reasons. <laughs> and I like movies a little. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, you know, I just watch a few. Today I only got to watch two. You know, it was a bad day for me. I had so much. That is for you. So much to do, I had. I had. I know. I had so much to do at work today. I only was able to watch two movies. <laughs> you know, and, and there were good ones, but still. Well, one was good. One was good, and one was bad. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy again, and uh, I saw Town and Country with Warren Beatty and Goldie Hawn. Oh, and it was okay.
1: That, yeah, that's. <sighs> I, th- I think I forgot about it on purpose. Not yeah. because it's so awful, but because it is forgettable.
0: Yeah, it was the first time I saw it, and it, again, it will be forgettable for me, too. But, you know, that, that, was, that was my slow day. What can I say? So now people can actually figure out, if they go to my website, they can figure out what they were recording. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave leave the, the sleuthing to, to people to go find that Trixie out. Trixie Hobbits. Trixie Hobbits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and So at this point, we see two... Cars coming down the highway. And they, once again, slow down to a really, really slow pace in order to drive by. No lights, middle of the night. I don't know. I don't find that too realistic.
1: I just don't know what the point is to, to add that in. It's kind of unnecessary. If Even watching that in real time, though, and not slowing it down and picking apart minute by minute. That's one of those things that you kind of stop and go... Well, that just doesn't really make right. sense, does it? Especially not having the lights on. I mean, just just leave the road clear. If we're, if we're saying it's in the middle of the night and all of this is unlikely, anyway, just roll with it. Go to the mattresses with the fact that it's an abandoned highway for 10, 15 minutes, however long this whole bit supposedly lasts for in
0: real time. Right, and you think that at least one of the cars would have his bright on. If you're in a dark highway like yes. this... You know, whenever I'm on a dark highway, I will put my brakes on if there are no cars coming from the opposite direction. And there are no others at this point, you know. No.
1: Nope. Well, there's right. not supposed to be.
0: Exactly. <laughs> I don't.
1: There's not supposed to be anybody going the wrong way. But typically,
0: yes, no, that, On that the other side, I'm talking about the other reasonable. side of the median. Going towards St. Louis oh, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> on the right on the correct side of the road.
1: It's very confusing about what side is the correct side that after correct. all of this. That
0: is correct. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> so Neil then helps helps uh, deal with with the, the steamer trunk. It's funny because uh, you know you hear him say, "Come on, come on up." You know, there's, is the giving giving the the commands as they're they're picking it up together, and then Dell says, "Thank you," and Neil says, "You're welcome." And then you know they get to the the side of the road, and Neil says, "Okay, let's sit it down for a second. And like because he was planning on taking it all the way to the car. You yeah. know, they, they have to figure out how to put the trunk back I don't know. on. He seemed... The trunk laid back on first. Yeah, you know? the
1: I I felt like for that moment it was just kind of a moment of both just actually taking yeah. in what just happened. They both seemed just even even Neil was kind of sitting there almost resolved, like, Okay, I guess this is me now. This right. is my life. This is this is what happens, and that's that's kind of that's kind of the impression I I had gotten from him. And, and Del just looked tired because he. Not
0: just that, wouldn't. but Del. It's,
1: it's got to be exhausting. Did
0: you notice being that Dell Del. starts waving to the car that goes by? He like waves like a crazy man. No. And he's he's like out of breath I mean, and Mercedes. and you know waving like a crazy man to to a, a car that continued to go. I don't know. And then the two of them both sit on the trunk you know, trying to catch their breath. And I love the choice, which makes sense for the story, but to have them face the direction of the cars are coming so that their car is in behind them the entire time, okay? And that would actually
1: be a rational way to face, too, if if that were, were the case, because you do want to look. It's like if you're walking or running on the side of a road, you're going to want to face where traffic's coming from. So if the, the car is going off the side of the road or not paying attention, you have the ability to get out of the way. Maybe. Right. Potentially. Sure. Whereas if they're coming from behind you, you're more likely to get hit because you can't anticipate what's going right. to okay.
0: if There is something you. to that. Very. Right. I mean, they, they, they do it here for the, for the punchline so that we see what's going on before they do, but yes. you know, but, yes. but that makes sense. Which is pretty much that how long you Sorry,
1: You see, you see, a lot more of that in this movie too, where they do they give they give the viewer a little bit of insight that the characters yes. don't have. So you're constantly anticipating what next big faux paw do. and you also will ask yourself, and, you know,
0: how are they going to react to this situation? You know, they give us the setup, and, and how mad is Deal exactly. going to get? <laughs> exactly, and they they both are they, they're exhausted. They're facing the the, the camera. And we see behind them, you know, Dell starts moving his head around because he seems to hear some, some sort of, you know, crackling noise. And he says, what a night. And it's, it's funny because if you know what the sound is, then it makes sense. You know, you have the, you know, the cracking sound of a of, of bonfire.
1: Well, I think that this is one of those moments, too, where they've done a really good job of making you forget about... That cigarette yeah, that went sure. in the back seat. You, you got all the foreshadowing up to it, but there's been so much that's happened in the in-between, which really isn't that long of a period of time, but it's still a yeah. lot that's happened emotionally that you've experienced that you've also forgotten about it. And you're going, okay, just like them, You're sitting there going, all right, we can take a breath now. What's the sure. next thing that's going to happen? And they are like, oh, fuck. indeed. Indeed. <laughs> I've been practicing lately. My my five-year-old, even if I use poop wrongly at this point, has been correcting me. So, and he says like an adult, what's a better way that we could say that, Mama? Ooh. I'm like, I can't argue with you. You are so rational. Wow.
0: Great. Hey, <laughs> I, I have
1: the mouth of a sailor. I edit around him, but even so. So lately, I've found myself talking to adults and saying things like spelling out my curse words and that kind of thing. So bear with me. I'll be back in another year or two with way too many
0: F-bombs forever. There you go. <laughs> not, not talking about playing children's automobiles, but we'll, we'll be talking about something else at that point. No. <laughs>
1: something else. Absolutely.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, they, they have a great cinematography trick here, you know, where, where we can see the light from the fire. But we don't see the fire. We hear the crackling sounds and stuff like that. But you know, there's a reflection that looks like a bonfire type of thing that's happening there. And then we we get a shot of Dell's view of the car. Because Dell like turns around and sees the car on fire. And then he turns back, you know, and, and faces the other direction along with Neil. As if it didn't really phase him what is going on. And at this point we get we see a sign above them that says Chicago, 102 miles. Way to go, they still have a long way to go, but that means they haven't gone very far either. No. You know, I think no. I think we established that it, maybe it was like uh, I'm trying to remember how how far it was between St. Louis and Chicago, but you know, it was a four hour drive. I remember that, or maybe it was a five hour drive.
1: Yeah, four or five hours, depending on traffic, which they didn't have any traffic. But if it was earlier in the night, as you and I had figured it would have to be according to the timeline established, then there would certainly be more traffic out there. There would still be traffic that's making that, Hey, we're going from St. Louis to Chicago to go visit family for Thanksgiving. We're going to get in late, blah, blah, blah. Or, or you're going to get your bar people who you don't think that there's a lot, but I, I worked in bars for years in my, my late twenties and early thirties. And it's crazy until like two or three o'clock in the morning, it's it's like daytime out with yeah. with the bar traffic, right? So, it, so you'd still you'd still get the combination of, of those two things. I think you'd see more traffic if it was earlier. In right. The night. So there's
0: there's almost a it's almost a 300 mile trip from St. Louis to Chicago. So they're they're they still have a third of the way to go. Well, they
1: have made a little bit made,
0: of that made a little way. bit headway, yeah. But again, it doesn't make sense that they're that they haven't gotten there yet. But okay, you know they're they're keeping the movie fun. <laughs> so and 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 that's what's yes. important here. We don't, we don't. need them. We is. don't want them to get to where they want to go because then it won't be fun anymore. Yeah. You know?
1: <laughs> no, no. It's just fun to to figure it out. Yeah. It's like uh, when they do the countdown in Aliens. When I was a kid, I would sit there and actually count it down, and it was just slightly off by like two or three minutes in the theatrical cut, but in the director's cut, it's spot on. It's it's right there. The countdown's actually accurate. Right. You now have fifteen minutes to reach minimum safe distance. That doesn't mean the movie's broken, it just means that we are really big nerds that want to know all the details, yeah. that's all. Which is why people are listening to this podcast. That is right. correct,
0: 100%. So, what, what what cities do you think are around 102 miles from Chicago?
1: Oh, let's see here. Indianapolis? Maybe? Um, South Bend? Um, my geography in that area is not Particularly strong because I don't go past Chicago.
0: Okay, that that, that's fair. Often.
1: But I would say, I would say, yeah, I would say, um, I would say Indianapolis has got to be, and South Bend is is
0: somewhere over there too. Right, well, I mean, I got a whole list of, of different cities that, that that are 102 miles from Chicago. I don't necessarily know where any of them are geographically. I mean, I can tell you what what state they're in and stuff like that. So you have. 101 miles northeast of Chicago is Grand Haven, Makatawa, Holland, Michigan. Then you have east of Chicago, you have Kalamazoo, Michigan, uh, Middlebury, Indiana. Southeast of of Chicago, you have Warsaw. There's a list of a whole bunch of other cities here. There's Cedar Point, Illinois. You know, yesterday we talked about Cedar Point, but that was in Ohio. So that's not the same one. And then you have uh, Glendale, Wisconsin, in Benton Harbor, Michigan, Pontiac, Illinois, you know, not really things that you'd think of. I actually found online a map and they have, you know, when you take a protractor, you know, back in school, that was the last time I did any math, any real math. You know, you take the, the protractor, which on one side, you have the metal, the metal pointer and you, you make a big circle around it. So they have a picture of Chicago on this map and they have a circle all around it and it shows you all the different places that that are connected to it. So you have uh, Logan's. Kind Yeah, it is. Logansport, Indiana, Warsaw, Indiana, Dixon, Illinois, Jacksonville, Wisconsin, Holland, Michigan, as we mentioned, Kalamazoo. So it's just cool to to watch that. Now, what other famous movie talks about characters that are all, approximately 102 miles away from Chicago? Approximately. What
1: other movie? Famous. I'm movie. I'm gonna think of. I'm I'm gonna think of nothing but John Hughes movies because I think of Chicago and I think of John Hughes. So I'm gonna think home alone no, or it's not it's not like John that. Hughes. But it's movie. not it's no. not. Yeah. That's just where my brain is currently living. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
0: All right, well I'll I'll give you a hint the, the character's hint. name is Elwood. Oh.
1: Well now I'm thinking of Harvey. No. But
0: that
1: wouldn't be Harvey? No. Nope. I'm I I think Elwood Jones, I think Harvey.
0: <laughs> uh, okay how about in the blues brothers
1: oh yeah gosh my husband would be mad at me for, for not thinking of that
0: it, so the the quote is there's 106 miles to chicago we've got a full tank of gas half a bag of cigarettes it's dark and we're wearing sunglasses so
1: yeah and he says that anytime we go on a road trip so i probably should have known that
0: <laughs> that's probably true okay i
1: Maybe I blocked it out on purpose because he says it's completely...
0: Maybe. No, because when, when I saw right. the sign that said 102 miles, I was like, okay, I think that's been used in the Blues Brothers. And then I looked it up, and I found out that it was 106 miles. So a uh, four-mile difference. It's you know,
1: pretty close, though. That's kind of neat, actually.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it, it was done on purpose. you know? Because what I really wanted to find out was is where are they on the road. But that I couldn't find out because there's apparently no city near them. So, but you're close. Yeah, it's close. Yeah, yeah for sure. So then Dell, you know, he, he looks at the car and then he turns it turns backwards. And you can see that there's a look of, on his face of of lots of confusion. And then, you know, as we said earlier this week, a light bulb pops up above his head and he realizes something's happened. And then Neil begins to hear like this large crackling sound also. And then he turns around he gives a look and then turns back, just like Dale did. And then we get a shot of both of them, you know, with a fire behind them. We, we see them, we see their faces, and behind them we see the car on fire. And then the two of them look at each other, and then we see them turn in unison towards the fire. And that's how this minute ends. Now that fire
1: is what I call a cinema fire. Yes where there's not necessarily a reason for the fire to get that big. Certainly not that fast. It's like the car that explodes unnecessarily. Or just watch one Michael Bay movie, and you will see plenty of cinema fires and cinema explosions where there is no reason for anything to be on fire or explode, and it's on a massive scale. And this one, it blew up into a big fire really, really fast, and the whole car is in flames in like, five, ten seconds. Yes. But it's totally effective and funny.
0: Yeah, very And like funny. you
1: said, the cinematography of it, getting to see it in the background and all those little bits, it really, really, really does its part. But a real fire like that, that fast, that's really not going
0: to happen. Yeah. All right. You have anything else for this minute before we get into the script? No, just my cinema fire. Okay. Just my cinema fire is good, too. <laughs> so in the script, there is a few minor discrepancies, not that many. But first we actually see Dell picking up his briefcase and putting it on his head. Now, he doesn't have a briefcase in the movie at all. He has a gym bag and, you know, he has like a sports bag and a suitcase. I don't remember him having a briefcase. Neil, I don't either. Neil has a briefcase, which has been broken for, you know, since the first week. But yeah. And then we, we see the only other difference in the script is that Neil is following Dell as they walk down the highway. And then they see flames erupt in the back back seat of the car. So it's much better the way they did it in, in, the, in the, the movie in the end. I think so. With the two of them looking back I, and forth and you know. I think that pause right
1: before too, it, it, it's just way more effective.
0: Yeah. With the two of them sitting there. Yep. That's true. So those are the only differences in the script. Every day we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track where either myself or my guest will give a little anecdote of a story that happened to us. Along the journey of life. So, Heather, what do you got for us?
1: I'm actually going to give you a series of weird things that sent my parents off the beaten path. And it's relevant specifically to this film because they were all Thanksgiving trips. Ooh. And you'll appreciate it because almost every single one of them happened by the Southfield Freeway.
0: Ooh. I will definitely... Wow.
1: Yes. I And it's weird. And I, I was just trying to think of examples in my head when I was brainstorming this and I just put stuff out and then I put all of these out and I looked at them like, Oh, all three of these kind of belong together, even though individually they're not that great. And I was a jinx for Thanksgiving. My, we, I grew up on the West side of the city and my mom's side of the family, my dad's side of the family, all lived on the East side of the city. So depending on point A to point B, it's, and when you live in Michigan, we don't do miles, we do minutes. Right. Kind of like the show. That's right. So it was, you know, miles, from miles are the
0: street. You have 8-mile, 9-mile, 10-mile, maple. Yes, yes, exactly.
1: But it would take anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour to drive to grandparents' house on the other side of the city. On Thanksgiving, we always went to my mom's family. One year, we're driving, and I was really little at the time, and I had forgotten my favorite stuffed animal that I took with me everywhere. We got... Almost, I think we were actually to the, the Frito-Lay factory when I, I had such a meltdown. Normally, my parents would have never indulged me in this scenario, but I was so hysterical that we had to drive all the way home and go back and get the darn stuffed animal. Wow. Uh, yep. Another year. This one wasn't my fault that I'm aware of. We had a flat tire. Same thing right, right, uh, right after we passed the Southfield Freeway. And had to get the car towed back home and we went home and I think we ended up getting the other car and I think we ended up going I'm not sure that was that was after my my stuffed animal debacle though and then this one was a year or two after that same thing we were either just before or just after the Southfield freeway I think we were somewhere near the Big Tire Ooh you might you might know the Big Tire yes. in Michigan Yes I do you should Use the Googles and look up the big tire in Michigan. It's the Goodyear tire. We were somewhere near that landmark when I threw up.
0: Ooh, fun, fun,
1: fun. (laughs) In the the car. So we had to go home again. And that time we did not go to Thanksgiving. So I've been ruining Thanksgivings and sending my parents off the beaten path for a long
0: time. You ruiner of Thanksgivings (laughs) in Michigan. (laughs) That's me!
1: (laughs) Little did I know that I was an introvert in training. There you go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Trying to cause your parents to be introverts, too. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right. So, you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you.
1: you can find me on the interwebs on Twitter at Heather underscore Kenobi. You can find me at Header Time on Instagram. And you can follow the Milfcast at Milfcast on all of the social media.
0: All right. And while you're doing that, you can go rate, review, or subscribe on any podcast you might be using to listen to this show. And to find me is a very simple thing. All you need to do is do a quick search for Movie Rob Minute. And you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, or on our website. So. Heather, you feel like finishing off the week tomorrow with me? I'm super excited. All right, just keep the flames going.
1: I am. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have some flaming coffee for you. Tomorrow. There you go.
0: All right. Well, until then, you're fine. Fu-
1: you're fine. Fu-